Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The phone number 800-721-9313. 1-800-721-9313. And joining me in the studio this morning, Pastor Ryan, John, and Terry are here. And uh, good, just morning. Say good morning. Good morning. Good morning to all of you. And thank you, Very Vegan with Terry, for the breakfast burrito. Yes. Oh, you're welcome. Still so doing mine. Is yours gone already? Or? Yeah. Oh, well, half of it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm actually caught up to Two you, bites. So. And it's half <laughs> yeah. gone. You I might know. be ahead of you. <laughs> These are actually fairly large. I mean, that's one of those large spinach wraps. This is a great mm-hmm. breakfast. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Terry. Yes. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Very Vegan with Terry. You yep. can can check out her channels on uh, YouTube and TikTok and mm-hmm. Facebook. And yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. um, good Friday morning to all yeah. of you good and uh, all of you that are listening. Yeah. Again, our phone number, 800-721-9313, 1-800-721-9313. We're going to pick up where we left off last mm-hmm. week. And uh, we have a special guest in the studio as well this morning, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, or is yes. he joining us, or is he already here? Well, not or? physically, because he's on the other side of the world. That mm-hmm. would be difficult. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he, he could. It'd be an expensive flight, but yes, yeah. we'd have to wait a little bit longer for him. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, we have Pastor Jay Mutali on the phone. And uh, let me let me test this here. <clears throat> this worked last time we tried this. Uh, very high tech here. <clears throat> yeah. I'm actually holding my phone up to the, to the microphone. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Pastor Jay, can you hear us okay? Pastor Jay, everybody, I can hear you okay. Oh, good. Okay. okay. Can you guys hear Pastor Jay okay? Yes. Yeah, I can hear him in the headphones. It's, yes. Uh-huh. Yes, it's like he's right here in the studio with there us. There you go. Yeah. And yeah. You know, spiritually, I guess he is. Yes. So, <laughs> say that. So, yeah, so Pastor Jay, how are you? I'm blessed. Thank you. How's everybody? Very good. Very good. good. Yes. Very good. Yeah, yeah. So, um, good morning, Mr. Good morning, Mr. Bill. Good morning, Mr. John. Good morning, Mr. Terry. <laughs> good morning. Good, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> So Pastor Jay is joining us all the way from uh, Port Elizabeth, South Africa. Mm. So, uh, so again, yeah, literally, you know, way on the other side of the world. So you're in the southern hemisphere. So um, some of our listeners might not know that that means that it's well, we're in the middle of summertime. winter here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. How, are you enjoying your summer, Pastor Jay? Yeah, it's very, very hot. We're huh. burning out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was warm even when I was there in August last year, which which is uh, fall, the winter probably. time there. Yeah. Fall, mm. yeah, somewhere around there. But I mean, I froze at nighttime. Pastor Jay went out and got me a nice, you know, sweatshirt to help keep me. I just wore that the other day, man. I love that thing. It's so comfortable. Yeah, I wanted one of those. Those are nice. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> so, so Pastor Jay and I um, met online. Uh, it's it's been gosh, probably uh, two years now, about at least two years, yeah. about two years. And so we're going to talk a little bit about what, uh, that with Pastor Jay this morning. But um, I did have the great honor and privilege. I just want to, you know, mention this. We did a whole show on this mm-hmm. or a couple of shows, I think, that mm-hmm. uh, last August I actually traveled to South Africa mm-hmm. and spent about a week and a half with Pastor Jay and his uh, family at their home in Port Elizabeth. Beautiful place right there on, the, is, on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you look at it. If you haven't door, seen you any of the, the videos, I highly <clears throat> suggest you go to thesefinaldays.org and click on the YouTube link and mm-hmm. Facebook. Exactly. And, yeah. And, and, and yeah. I, I'm still in the process actually of getting all my Africa content on there. There's a lot. Mm-hmm. So, so mm-hmm. Pastor Jay and I, we spent about a week and a half uh, ministering um, to 
the local Christians are in Portland. It's actually a huge city. It is, isn't it over a million people, Pastor Jay? Yes, over a million. Oh, over a million, yeah. So, um, so anyway, so we we did four. I think we had like one or two venues scheduled officially, and then we ended up doing four in South Africa. Then we got on a plane. Pastor Jay's first time on a plane mm-hmm. ever, right? Yeah. And boys, like you know, uh, baptism by fire. <laughs> four <laughs> flights to to Kenya, and then four flights back, and you know, mm-hmm. traveling the middle. Of the, it was it was great. Um, so, and then we spent almost a week in Kenya, uh, ministering there. <clears throat> I think we had uh, one or two venues scheduled there and ended up doing five, including a really big church in Nairobi on our, on our last day, 300 people. Mm-hmm. That's big for us. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so pastor Jay, uh, how did you and I meet? You want to tell the story? Happy new to everybody, happy new to the listeners and everybody. God bless you. Thank you so much for, for allowing me to jump, to join in again today on the show. Such an honor and a privilege to be here. I don't take it for granted at all. Um, I we, I met Pastor just over two years ago. Um, it was exactly at around 3 p.m., 3 a.m. actually in the morning. Hmm. My daughter was busy doing an assignment, and um, Pastor just happened to be online, uh, and he was teaching. Somebody shared the broadcast, and I was actually studying about the end times. And it was, during the, it was just during the pandemic. Just, just during the pandemic, and my daughter was busy doing her assignment, and I was busy studying uh, the word, and I just happened to to bump in his teaching, and I was so blessed because it's exactly what I believed in and what God was actually showing me in Scripture. But the, the thing was that it was not what anybody else was teaching mm-hmm. at the time, and everybody was so frightened and scared of this and that. But Scripture kind of guided me and allowed me to follow his teachings. But since then, he's been mentoring me with... Uh, the teachings of the end times and the Holy Spirit and other things. So, um, and it, gosh, it just, I mean, one of, one of the greatest blessings of my life is God bringing you into my life, Pastor Jay, bringing us together, all of us in this in this ministry. So, uh, yeah, just thank you, God, for that. Let's thank Him publicly, right? Mm, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, I I love Man. that because there's there's really so few of us who who teach this topic the way that we all teach it. Uh, you know, and again, just to remind our listeners. Uh, really the kind of the core, you know, point and idea of, of this ministry, um, you know, including the radio show, uh, my book series, the ministry that I've been doing for over 20 years now, uh, is is the timing of the rapture. And, um, you know, we talked about this on the show before, but about uh, there's there's about 2.2 billion Christians worldwide. Uh, 85% don't even believe in an end times. Mm-hmm. That's a huge, you That's know, big, percentage, yeah. right? Of the 15% of us who do, uh, about 94% um, teach what's called mm-hmm. the pre-tribulation rapture, mm-hmm. which is such a, a, a great idea. I mean, it's it's nice on the surface. You know, Jesus is going to come back, rescue us all out of here. We're going to spend seven years in heaven while the earth goes through what the Bible calls the great, what Jesus calls the great tribulation, the reign of the Antichrist. But um, yeah, I, you know, personally, I, I believed in the pre-tribulation rapture for, you know, my childhood, mm-hmm. through my teen years. <clears throat> through my twenties, uh, before I actually got in, in, into the ministry, but but one day I started to study for myself. This was way back in nineteen ninety ninety nine, mm. and um, and the truth just jumped out at me. And and the truth is, we the body of Christ, we are going to go through the seven year great tribulation, the reign of the Antichrist. Pastor Jay, um, so, some people have told us, and it's such a blessing when we hear this. You know, hey, I was pre trib, and then I heard your teaching and I'm starting to lean toward post-trib or I changed my mind. That wasn't the case with you. So um, how, how did you come to 
to the realization before you and I even met, before we even found my ministry, you came to the realization on your own that it's not a pre-tribulation rapture, it's post-tribulation. Can you, can you tell us about that or Pastor Jay, you still there? Yeah, yeah, Pastor. Sorry, I had my mic muted. Oh, okay. This this past December, this past December, I had I had a realization that kind of struck me very hard. Um, not many Christians believe in the end times, and I I thank God that He's actually made us believe in the end times because um, on, on Christmas Day, I actually realized that more people celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, and a lot more people celebrate His death. But the coming is a problem, and this is what we need to do every single day. We need to celebrate His coming by mm. preparing. For that and the best way to do that is actually to 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 study how, how i came to realization of that was um me and my wife tend to do a lot of studies and she read scripture and i read scripture and compared notes and it honestly didn't connect with everything that i had heard so my father had taught me about the the rapture and how jesus jesus was going to come suddenly and i was living on the edge every single day i promise you i used to seek forgiveness every single second which is not a bad thing but mm-hmm. It kind of made me anxious and uh, very uncomfortable. I used to have nightmares where I used to be chased by the Antichrist and all that. And uh, it was horrible, honestly, I promise you. And I used to ask God, God, why does it have to be suddenly? Why does it have to be without notice? Why isn't there a sign? Why isn't there a sentence? And the more I read the Bible, the more I realized that suddenly is for those that don't read the Bible. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, uh, surprise is for those that don't know that it's coming for those that have not read the bible says my people suffer because of lack of knowledge mm-hmm. and god has given us wisdom through his word and the more that we read scripture the more we realize that <clears throat> man, there's something that's very very wrong with what we're hearing just opposed to what the scriptures say because there's so many signs so many so many scriptures that don't say what we are hearing and right. the more I, I the more we moved past the the cropped notion of the rapture the more that we zoned into the holistic picture is the more that we began to see a completely different story compared to what was being taught mainstream. And it, it heightened for me during, during the during the pandemic when everybody was saying, Jesus Christ is coming, don't get the vaccine and this and that. Mm. And, um, oh my word, sorry, I know maybe I'm not supposed to say that word. I don't know, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Uh, no, no, it's okay. <laughs> it's, it's only in my class because then YouTube cancels my video, but yes, no, you're fine here. <laughs> Christian radio station, you're good. <laughs> Okay, so he, he, he means the word during vaccine. the pandemic, and that really forced me to. Sorry, Pastor. No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And that really forced us to really study scripture. The more that we studied scripture, the more that we read Thessalonians. The, the first scripture I read was Thessalonians, where Paul talks about that day by no means, by no means, and that no means is so bold and so strong. You know, mm-hmm. come unless the son of perdition. And I was like, whoa, what? Wait, what? Unless who comes first? I thought Jesus Christ was coming first. Mm. Unless Jesus Christ is the son of perdition then, you know. And I, I I was completely confused by that statement. Then I went to read Matthew chapter 24, and that really sealed the deal for me. Then I realized, no, man, there's false doctrine. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to call it out. It is false doctrine because mm-hmm. it's not what the scripture says. Right. And as believers, we need to learn to call it as it is because Jesus called it as it was. And then I made my stance and said, you know what? This is what it is. This is what the Bible says. The Bible says right. that the the, the, the anti-Messiah is coming first. Yep. There's going to be a bunch of things happening. Then Messiah is coming last. He's, he's, he's the star of the show. He and comes this, at and the this end. Is, this is what Nobody we're talking about on this ratio. Hey, Pastor Jay, um, sorry to cut you off. We need to uh, go to a, a, a break here um, or go to some music. Um, can, you want to stay with us for a little bit? And then, and then when you come mm-hmm. back, we'll talk a little bit more. 
Can you? Uh, okay, stand by. On your Celebration Radio Network. That phone number again is 800 721 9313. My name is Bill, and in the studio with me this morning, I have Pastor Ryan, John, and Terry. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to have uh, Pastor Jay from South Africa with us in just a moment as mm-hmm. well. So excited yeah. uh, for him and his family going through summer heat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he does live in a gorgeous city, um, right on the right on the ocean, Port mm-hmm. Elizabeth. It is beautiful, it's beautiful just, there. It is so yeah. beautiful. Yeah. It's got that um very eclectic you know African look along with, you know, British influence mm-hmm. and yeah, the, the you know, British the colonialism and, and right. all of that, you know, the buildings and that clock tower you guys went into was, yeah, wasn't that cool? was just amazing. That was so cool. And the view mm-hmm. from there. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, and Nelson Mandel's from, and, from Portland. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Nelson Mandel. I mean, th- they had like a museum or something mm-hmm. of his there mm-hmm. or something like that. And you went through that as well. And, oh, and uh, yeah, so pretty yeah. cool. Pretty cool. My number again, 800-721-9313, to call in this morning, either request a song, a prayer request, or talk to us. Um, And we do have uh, Pastor Jay back, so Pastor Jay, can you hear us okay? Yes, yes, I can hear you. Okay. Okay, great. So can you guys hear Pastor Jay okay? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay, great. So um, yeah, welcome back. Uh, Appreciate you letting us call you back. So um, we, we have about a five-minute segment here, but um, we want to hear briefly from you about uh, what has your experience been where you are teaching this, this angle on the end times, uh, the idea of a post-tribulation rapture. What, what's been your experience with that? Thanks. Thank you so much again for having me. Mr. Bill, thanks so much for the compliment for our city. Thank you so, thank you so, so, so much. I heard just the last part of that. Thank you so much. Oh, you're very welcome, uh, brother. He wants to come with me uh, next time. So, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bill and I both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Terry. We'll yeah. Welcome. Yeah. You're yeah. <laughs> welcome. Well, uh, this, this, this topic, as you know, is a very um, unpopular topic. And a small portion of the body of Christ actually follows this teaching. The small, the, the small sect, forgive me for calling it sect, but the, sm- the small portion that does actually follow this teaching doesn't like the teaching in itself. Mm-hmm. And uh, teaching it the way that we teach it is even more unpopular than the teaching itself being unpopular. That's what I've come to discover. Mm. Uh, what, what do you mean by that? Uh, when you begin... Sorry, Pastor? Uh, what do you mean by that? That's an interesting thing to say. So what what I found is that the topic in itself is not popular. It's not. It's not. It's not something anybody wants to listen to mm. or participate. It's not. It's not. It's not on the top five things I want to hear about God. You know, it's not on the top ten things that interest me about Jesus type of thing. Mm. And as much as it's unpopular, it the topic in end times in itself. When you start talking about post trip, that's even more unpopular than than right. end times it in itself. Uh, so you you, you 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 get. Uh, Oh, that's okay. Yeah, go ahead. You cut out a little bit. Okay, so... Uh... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You, you'll get um, um, even more, even more harsher tone than you would get. So you'd expect the body of Christ to be welcoming and willing to conversate about this. So what I've found is that from my on my side, I've, I've received quite... I wouldn't call it criticism. Uh, I've, I've, it's, it's leaning more towards the side of insults. I've been called mm. Lucifer, mm. Antichrist. I've been called all kinds of things. Did, did, didn't another uh, pastor argument. call you uh, Satan once? Because I've only been called the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, you know, like that's like a step up. So, wow. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, he was telling me <laughs> yeah. the story when I was out over there. Being called yeah. Satan. Uh, yeah. Being called Satan on inbox, on and face to face it's wow. been hectic out here uh but you know it's to you, you you need to stick you need to stand your gun you need to stand your ground and and and, and preach the word so it's a very right. unpopular conversation people don't want to hear it well they do want to hear it please give them the good stuff you know mm-hmm. don't give them the stuff that the bible says yeah so it's very very it's been the worst experience but mm-hmm. a very a very worthwhile one it's been worth it every last second of teaching this topic has been worth it i bless god so much for giving me light and giving us truth because we're, we're guided by the spirit of god and being guided by the spirit of god doesn't necessarily mean that uh everything is all hunky-dory and stuff mm. um being guided by the spirit means that you tell the truth and you tell the truth in love mm. so what i've what I'm wow. trying to is that this topic always tends to bring out arguments i've been in arguments with my lecturers about this and i've learned to to not participate in the argument, but to let the scriptures do the speaking for mm, themselves. Yeah. So rather than try to defend my position, I'll let the scripture defend itself. So I would, yeah. I would ask the person which scripture does which scripture says that, and I'll let the scripture almost like explain mm-hmm. itself without, without, without the necessities of screaming, cropping. Mm. Yeah, I know the words alive. Yeah, exactly. that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, the truth is there exactly. Mm-hmm. That's the Holy Spirit who who. Uh, yeah, so I, Quickens it to us. Hey. It's worse out here, Pastor, because uh, at least in America, you guys got freedom of speech type of thing. Yeah, our freedom of speech is really, 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 really minimized. I mean, in Africa as general, freedom of speech is really, really minimized. So you can speak, but honestly, really, really, really mind what you're going to say and mm. really think yeah. about it a hundred times before you say it. Type of I, thing. I don't know, man. It sounds like America to say, me. You need to stand <laughs> what going to say. Hey, Pastor Jay, right. so, that way. so yeah. Li- listen, um, yeah, it's been great having you, and I'm so sorry we have to uh, cut you off again, but yeah, that's... That's uh, that's it for this segment. So, yeah, um, yeah, really appreciate you being with us. We love mm-hmm. you, man. We're praying mm-hmm. for you. Um, oh, amen. We're we're amen. gonna find a way to get you out here to meet us all and yes. meet all these guys in person. Definitely. So you're gonna sit in the studio one day. Yeah, oh, and, that'd be and awesome. Terry's gonna bring you a vegan breakfast burrito. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And I'll bring the coffee. Mrs. Terry owes me a backlog of. I don't know how many I've been watching her cook for a <laughs> I haven't been keeping track, but yeah. <laughs> you, need to, you need to keep a list for yourself. Yeah. Sampler. Yeah. 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 Gotta do a sampler. Come to the house so I can bring it all together. Yeah, there you go. Right. There you go. We got yeah. a spare room. We can put yeah. them up. Yeah, yeah that works. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Amen. So, okay. Yeah. Love you, buddy. I'll, love. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take you up on that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so all much. Right. So, okay. lo- love to the family and the church, and uh, we'll talk soon, okay? Amen. 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 Bless you all. Bless you. Okay. God bless. God bless. Stay cool. Bye bye. Bye bye. Stay cool. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. South Africa in summer. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And it's little warm. hot down there. And oh, yeah. humid. And too. humid. Yeah. Yes. They're right it. on the Indian Ocean. Yes. Yeah. In Port Elizabeth, right there on the Gosh. ocean. Yep. Yeah. 1 800 721 9313. That was Pastor Jay from Port Elizabeth, South Africa. 
um, a partner in mm-hmm. these final days ministry. 100%. And yeah, uh, yeah just an incredible young man. Um, I can say that because I'm older than... I was going to say, yeah. yeah I'm older than like, three like of you. Or two of you in here. John's older than me just by a couple yeah. of years. But, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. So 1-800-721-9313. We're going to be back in just a couple of minutes with some more on the end times. It's on your celebration radio network. That number again, 800-721-9313 on your celebration radio network. Our number, 800-721-9313, Pastor Ryan, John, and Terry are in the studio with me this morning. And uh, if you were listening last hour, you got to hear Pastor Jay from South Africa, Port Elizabeth, South Africa. South Africa. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're so thankful that he was able to join us. Yeah, I love Pastor Jay. Yeah, sharing yeah. his his you know um, unique experience and and yeah. and history yeah. on you know this, this topic. So, uh, and yeah, it's, it it was so fascinating to me when I got down there because I I really wasn't very sure when I got to Africa. Do they even talk about this stuff? Is the end times really a thing? And then if it is, is the timing of the rapture you know as controversial or potentially so? as it is here and 100% yes, it's amazing, which makes Mm -hmm. sense. I mean, the body of Christ is the body of Christ throughout the world and, and the enemy is the enemy throughout the world. He's going to try to sell confusion. You know, America has been the, the send missionaries out around the world for decades, if not, you know, over a century. And so, yeah, a couple centuries, you know, so it's like, okay, well, what we teach here is going to be, preached there and mm-hmm. you know kind yeah. of things so, yeah it, right. it's yeah. interesting yeah the world world's all kind of on the same page so mm. um but it you know just emphasize the fact that that this is the challenge that that we have and, and when i say we i mean us in this you know studio right now and pastor jay um just like pastor jay said that the the truth has to be preached no matter what and right. you know maybe it's not popular so we we introduced this uh this huge topic mm-hmm. uh way back in november and then reintroduced it in, in our last show last friday right mm-hmm. so so we're talking about the timing of the rapture and and again um we the audience knows this by now that that we all uh, are in the extreme minority here i shouldn't say extreme we're in the minority here more and more people are coming around to this that we believe that the rapture happens uh, after the Great Tribulation, like Jesus said, after the reign of the Antichrist, mm-hmm. uh, we may think, well, that that's not good news. Well, Jesus is still coming back. It is good news, yes. right? Yeah. And yes. God's going to do superna- you know, amazing supernatural things, you know, protect us during that time. But um, what what we uh, are honing in on this is this is the core of the whole discussion. That's why we're starting with this. Is is we are comparing uh, Paul's words in First Thessalonians chapter four which everybody who teaches the rapture, pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, we all agree, yeah, that's that's what, what we generally would refer to as the quintessential mm-hmm. rapture passage, John's favorite word, yes. quintessential. Yes. <laughs> um, that's where we get the concept of the rapture. Mm-hmm. We've been comparing First uh, Thessalonians 4 with Matthew chapter 24, what Jesus says about something that looks very much like the same thing Paul's talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, um, and we really got into this, uh, especially in the last show, mm-hmm. um, we have identified just, just, uh, Paul's two little verses, verses 16 and 17 in verse mm-hmm. 17, four, comparing it to two little verses in the all of a discourse, Matthew 24 verses 30 and 31, right. and just two verses to two verses. We found no less than six points in common mm-hmm. in the same order very bizarre points. Mm-hmm. They look very much like the same event. Here's the rub. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Here's the challenge uh, f- for people who believe in a pre-tribulation rapture. Jesus says his event 
takes place after the Great Tribulation. There's no debate. Yeah. Yes. After, right? And and Mm -hmm. it's not like at the end of the Great Tribulation leaving us some wiggle room. It's immediately after. Mm -hmm. So we so there's seven years of Great Tribulation. This is after he's described the reign of the Antichrist. It's it's clearly a chronology. So Mm -hmm. so this is why uh, pre-tribbers, and I don't say that uh, you know to be derogatory. Mm -hmm. That's just easier to say. Pre-tribbers have to to say that Matthew 24 and first Thessalonians were talking about two entirely different things. It's not the same thing. Again, we've looked at it closely. Go listen to our podcast, uh, these final days with Bill, Ryan, John and Terry, any podcast platform. Mm -hmm. And, um, and you'll, you'll hear our explanation, but so here, here's, here's the thing. So, um, so we, again, we, I think have uncovered just indisputable, in my opinion, evidence that Jesus and Paul are talking about the same thing. It can't be pre-trib in that case. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so it can only be a post-tribulation rapture. So, uh, if I'm a pre-tribber, and th- this is how we're approaching this whole topic, is is from th- from that perspective, because we want to be honest and we want to be mm-hmm. nice. Okay, mm-hmm. so we're, we're creating an, an uh, as to the best we can a very honest presentation of the pre-tribulation rapture view. Uh, what where do we go from here? Well, mm-hmm. where we go is we need to discredit Matthew chapter 24 somehow. Okay, mm-hmm. if I if if I needed to be a pre-tribulation rapture, if I wanted to be a pre-tribulation rapture, then I have to discredit Matthew chapter 24. And what I mean by that, because that sounds bad too, right? Mm-hmm. What I mean is I need to um, make it not about us as Christians. Right. That's what I need to do. Matthew chapter 24, nope, it, it can't be about us. It can't be talking about us, you know, because otherwise post-tribulation yes. rapture, right? Yeah. So we have um, actually several points, and these aren't our points. These are These are from... Books, teachers, mm-hmm. everybody out there, right? Christians who believe in a pre-tribulation rapture. So um, uh, why don't we go to some music? That This is kind of a longer preface I want to do. I apologize. Let's go to some music. When we come back, we're going to look at um, the, the very first objection to Matthew chapter 24, why, why we don't even have to read it really. We can discount it. Okay, but let's do some music, and then we'll come back okay. and do that. All right. 1-800-721-9313 on your Celebration Radio Network. 23 minutes after the hour, the phone number 800-721-9313. That's 800-721-9313 to get in a favorite song, prayer request, or to talk to Pastor Ryan, John, Terry, and I. Well, um, we have been uh, discussing the pre-trib objections, yeah. you could say. or That's the that's, that's that's best way to put it. I think they would use that, that term. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To Matthew chapter twenty four. Yes, right. Matthew All chapter twenty four. Right. Yep. Yeah. So, so again, um, uh, if if uh, Matthew chapter twenty four, Jesus' words there pertain to us as Christians, uh, then we we get on this really slippery slope of, you know, it has to be a post tribulation rapture. So, here's what we're gonna do: we're gonna we're gonna uh, point by point look at um, pre-trib objections to Matthew chapter 24. So let's start with number one, Terry. Number one is Jesus meant the Olivet Discourse for Jews, not Christians. Hmm. So I, so this is number one. I think I have four or five, maybe even yeah. six of these, but um, this is number one because this really is the number one objection that, that I've encountered over the years mm-hmm. to, to uh, Matthew chapter 24 with Olivet Discourse is, you know, this wasn't even meant for Christians. This mm-hmm. whole thing's meant for Jews. So Everything Jesus talks about there, it, it's about the Jewish people. It's not about Christians, right? right? So, um, so that's an interesting thought. Right. And and if that's the case, that lets me off the hook. I didn't have to right. look at Matthew chapter twenty four really because it's not right. meant for me as a Christian, yeah. right? So, who, who proposed that originally? They originally was that Darby? Uh, 
I don't know. That's a great I question. I thought that's where that came from. Was oh, gosh. Teaching. Does it go back that I far? I think it does, doesn't it? You know, I think you're right because the whole replacement theology yes. thing. And, wow, that, it's that a good question. That is where that all I'm came really from. Sure. Yeah, because before that, everybody believed in a post-trip. Yeah, I'm thinking like Tim LaHaye, Hal Lindsey, but no, you might be right. before so, that. So John Nelson Darby, that was yeah. 1827 yes. when he actually first came up with this idea of a, of a, yeah. of a pre-tribulation rapture. Right. So that's something that we'll talk about later yeah, on. Okay. But yeah, uh, sorry. No, 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 it's, it's, <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Open that can of worms, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but if, it, yeah, if it goes bad that far. So, so Terry, um, what, what would be our first as post-tribbers, what would be our first uh, answer to that objection? Well, what Jew would ever listen to or heed the words of Jesus? And isn't yeah. that true? Uh-huh. Yeah. Do, do you get, you guys have Jewish friends? I, I yeah. have. Just, I mean, some of my closest friends in life are, are you know, full Orthodox Jews. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one thing that I can tell you firsthand is they don't read the New Testament. They don't read no, the Gospels. it's not part of their Bible. No. Yeah, they, they don't, they, they, you know, for 2,000 years, they have not been looking at the words of Jesus. So, right. so Terry, um, this, this sermon where Jesus, you know, Matthew chapter 24 and 25, the Olivet Discourse, what, what's interesting about that sermon? It's, so, who was Jesus's audience for the well, Olivet Discourse? Well, what, the point I want to make though is oh, okay. is Sorry. is the Olivet Discourse. I mean, this is his second longest sermon ever recorded. Right. Mm-hmm. These are his his final. This is his final sermon before he went to the cross. In fact, the last sermon that he ever taught. Period. Right. He was on the earth for forty days right. after after the resurrection. Never taught another sermon. So, so these are his parting words to mm-hmm. mankind. And and why would it be for for Jews and not Christians, right? But yeah, so so what was that other question that you just asked? So who was Jesus's audience for the Olivet discourse? Right. Yeah, at first glance, it just doesn't feel like it'd be the Jews. Now, the mm-hmm. chapter before Matthew chapter twenty three, that was him berating the Pharisees. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. that yeah. was very much. But he didn't have any like instructions mm-hmm. and all that. Right? It's just yeah. You know, you you know, brood of vipers, den of mm. thieves. How, how can any of you yeah. escape hell? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then much. all of a sudden you get whitewashed so, sepulchers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so, th- but this is this is an important. If we're going to answer right. this honestly, was the Olivet Discourse meant for Jews and not for Christians? So, therefore, as a Christian, I, I don't need to even look at these words, right? right. Uh, Bill, l- let's start with the very beginning of the Olivet Discourse. So, yeah, so Matthew how, chapter twenty-four, verse three says, "Now." As he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be, and what will the sign of your coming and the end of the age, uh, uh, of the end of the age? Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This is, I love this, because, because uh, there's, there's no question whose audience was then for, for the Olivet Discourse, Matthew chapter 24 and 25. Uh, who, who does it say there, Bill? It was his disciples. So how yeah. many disciples did he have at this point? Eleven. No, he well, still 12. had twelve. He's yeah, still yeah, 12. still yeah, at twelve. It, it yeah. was actually it was actually later this evening that Judas Iscariot yeah. yes. did his thing and yes. betrayed him. So even yeah. Judas is there, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But um, but but so we know his twelve disciples were there. But is it possible that there were you know another you know couple hundred Jews sitting there, and therefore mm-hmm. we can we could still make this argument? Well, the disciples might have been present. Mm-mm. But but it, this he's it still talking privately. To, privately, that's yes. the, I yeah. love this. This key is the word. key word. Yeah. yeah, The disciples came to Jesus privately. It wouldn't have been very private if there was a few thousand people. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it just. I mean, the Bible couldn't make it more clear that that when Jesus delivered the Olivet Discourse, his great end times dissertation, uh, his only audience was the twelve disciples, and 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 so what's compelling about that? Mm-hmm. Well, 
who who in this room is a disciple of Christ? Yeah, we all are. Right. Yeah. yeah. So so when Jesus is talking to his twelve disciples, by extension, he's talking to all of his disciples throughout the age. Mm-hmm. These are his, the first of of you know millions of disciples throughout the the millennia. Right. The last two millennia, mm-hmm. and uh, and these twelve. Men, they would go on to to establish Christianity you right. know, throughout mm-hmm. the world to plant those seeds, right? Yeah. So, so, um, so it, it makes it just makes it challenging for me to, if I'm a pre-tribber, to honestly make the argument that Jesus's Jesus's intended audience here is the Jews, mm-hmm. when the only ones he's talking to are his twelve disciples, and and when he's talking to the twelve disciples, though, mm-hmm. John, is it, yeah. maybe maybe he's saying to him, you know, okay, I'm talking to you guys, but hey. When the Jews see this, and mm. then when the Jew, when this happens to the Jews, the yeah. Jews should do this. Is that yeah. how Jesus? No, not at all. If you go on with the rest of the Great Tribulation, this, this where Jesus coins the Great Tribulation. He says in there continuously, "You, when you see this, therefore when you see," and he says the abomination of desolation. If just, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but if you go through and it's look long, at it, you'll yeah. see it's addressed directly to them. You yeah, know, your flight, twenty-eight. Yeah, all of that. Um, so it pretty much lays it out. You know, when you see the abomination of desolation, as the Daniel prophet talks about. Um, and then verse yeah. 20 says, and pray that your yeah. flight may not be in winter. Yeah, get your, yeah, get out, go away. So it's, so when's the abomination happen? We know that. Yeah, and right, no, no right, one disagrees with that. Yeah, that's right in the middle of the yeah, right, three and d- a half Directly years. in the middle of the seven year great exactly. tribulation. We get that from uh, Daniel chapter nine, verse yeah. 27. Matthew 24, verse 23, then if anyone says to you, look, mm-hmm. here's the Christ. Yeah, it's all over. Verse 26, therefore, if they say to you, you. look, he's in the... So he's, yeah. not only is he talking to the 12 disciples, he's making it very clear, I'm talking right. to you. you. I'm not talking about Jews, mm-hmm. you. So so uh, that's our answer to the first objection. Take another, uh, go to uh, more music. I don't know what we have coming up, Bill. What do we have? Weather? Oh, we got a song, and then we've got uh, our bottom of the hour break with news and, and uh, mm-hmm. Washington Watch and... And, uh, and maybe we'll, maybe we'll have time for at least one more. Yeah, we'll objection. have two more. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. So good. let's keep, All right. keep the ball rolling. One eight hundred seven two one nine three one three one eight hundred seven two one ninety three thirteen on your celebration radio network. And our phone yeah. number eight hundred seven two one nine three one three. That's eight hundred seven two one ninety three thirteen. Okay, so we are looking at pre-tribulation rapture um, mm-hmm. objections to Matthew chapter twenty-four. And again, that sounds bad because mm-hmm. you know the Bible, Jesus, all that, right? Uh, but what what we mean by that is that um, if if I believe in a pre tribulation rapture, then somehow I need to 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 make Matthew chapter twenty four not apply to me as a Christian because otherwise, again, we have right. this we have this issue of you know um, you know Jesus clearly his event whatever he's describing is is yeah. after the tribulation, after right? Yeah. So um, in our last segment. Uh, Terry uh, introduced mm-hmm. us to the very first objection, which is Jesus was talking to the, to Jews, yes. not Christians. But then right. we brought up the point: no, his entire audience was just his twelve disciples, right? right? So, right. so that said, uh, Terry, how about if you read number two for okay. it's also okay? Fine. Jesus was talking specifically to his disciples, but he hadn't gone to the cross yet, so the disciples were really still Jews in this moment. Hmm. See how it's getting kind of messy, I think. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, very messy. Yeah, so, so, um, so if as a pre-trib, I, okay, so I have to acknowledge, okay, you know, um, you know, Bill made such a good point in the last segment. Uh, the, the, all the discourse starts out saying mm-hmm. the disciples came to Jesus privately. Right. Even, right. So, so then my next uh, move then, chess move, if you will, as a, as a pre-trib is, okay, but hey, 
maybe it was his 12 disciples, but, but they were still Jews in that moment. They, they weren't <laughs> Christians because when did Jesus go to the cross? It was after the all the discord. Yeah, it was just a few hours after. It was like it was like the very very next day. Mm -hmm. That's that's when he you know um, was hung on the cross and Mm -hmm. and and died. Right. Mm -hmm. So and it wasn't until three days after that that the resurrection happened. So you know it's still a few days before these guys were Christians. Right. Um, This is becoming a slippery slope. I think as a for for a pre-tribber. Because for me to make that statement then, what does that mean, John? That means we can pretty much ignore anything that Jesus taught to that point because it was all for the Jews, not for us. We just ignore everything that's in the red letters. Does, does that make sense? So basically Matthew 1 through, or Matthew 4 rather, because that's right. when he started his ministry. Right. All the way through to Acts chapter 1. Yes. It's that's not for pretty, us. That's what this is saying. And and like we were saying during during the the, the break, right? That mm-hmm. that you know we're probably okay with Acts chapter one because by then Jesus had resurrected yeah. from the cross. He's going to redescend. Mm-hmm. So the couple of sentences that he gave in Acts chapter one, I guess as Christians we can read that. But yeah. but yeah, see see the problem yeah, here. If that's I terrible. Yeah. if I make the argument that that the disciples were still Jews when Jesus delivered the Olivet discourse, therefore I can ignore what everything he said. he said in all the discourse had nothing to do with me because I'm a Christian. I'm not a Jew. That's, that's exactly right. That, then, then logically, <laughs> rationally, it, it's only honest then for us, therefore, to disregard everything yeah. else that Jesus ever taught. That means we're throwing out the Beatitudes. We're throwing out the entire Sermon on the Mount. Mm. Uh, we're Terry, throwing out John three sixteen. Oh no! Jo- oh my gosh, that's oh. a, such a good point. What what does that verse say? I can't remember. <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah. the, the first one they make us memorize. What's it say? Yeah. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So that doesn't apply to me, um, you know, Mm. because he was talking to Jews when he said it. Uh, All of John chapter 16 about the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit, you know, will show you things come. So um, now now Mm. you guys, uh, I have a a PowerPoint presentation that we're going through here um, Mm. for the listening audience. Uh, and on here, I've got I've got uh, this this term. And John, you yeah, said it before. Yeah. What, what, what's that term? <laughs> red, red letter Christians. Red letter Christians, right? <laughs> and and it's funny because um, again, that sounds you know. So so how we're trying to present this whole thing is is from the pre tribulation uh, standpoint, okay? Because we we want to be nice about this, we want to be honest about this. Uh, but but here again, it sounds like oh, Pastor Ryan, he's being a jerk again. He made up this term, red letter Christian, mm-hmm. just to make make us sound bad, you know, no, I didn't, Uh, this wasn't my term. Guess what? (laughs) Literally online. And and this, this started, you know, almost 20 years ago when I first started to go online and have these conversations. Uh, I had a whole group of these guys uh, show up in, in these, you know, dialogues I was having on uh, Facebook or maybe Quora or something. And, and this is literally their term. They said to each other, Oh, this Ryan guy, he's one of those red letter Christians. And I, and I looked at it and I thought, what do they mean by red letter Christians? Well, in my Bible, even my, the one on my phone, right. Every, everything that Jesus ever speaks is in red letters. Even in the book of Revelation, he he talks and that's all in red letters, right? So this is a derogatory term that, that, that this, this side came up with pre-tribbers who, who are trying to deny the validity of Matthew chapter 24 for Christians. That that they actually went all the way with this, and these guys, and I'm not saying that every pre-tribber feels this way. Okay, mm, I don't want right. to, I don't want to exaggerate that yeah. point. But there literally is a group out there that have recognized this problem, and they've just gone with it. It's mm. like, okay, hey, if that's the case, then that's fine. We're going to throw out every word that Jesus ever spoke. Mm. All four gospels, they're gone. I'm never going to look at them. 
I'm just going to look at what Paul taught, which actually Paul only taught what Jesus taught. Right. We talked about that yeah. before, yeah. right? Uh, but really, yeah. we're, we're going to sacrifice the four gospels, every word that Jesus ever spoke, just so we can avoid what Jesus seems to be saying about the timing of the rapture. Mm. It's after the tribute. The answer is yes. Some people have gone this far. So, wow. so this is this is another challenge that we want to put forth to our friends who believe in a pre-tribulation rapture. See how far you got to take this. Do you really want to go that far? Mm. Mm. Aren't you a red letter Christian? Are you guys red letter Christians? I'm mm. a red letter oh, Christian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, right. Yeah, and I and I'm yeah. guessing that that all of our listeners are red letter Christians. So, I'm so that was number two to Revelation Christian. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. because Gosh, you know, in the beginning was the Word, the Word, word, word was God, yeah. the Word is, yeah. And it says also, I believe, in uh, where it's not red letters, that if you take away any mm-hmm. part of this gospel... Mm-hmm. Even yeah. the book of Revelation says it that says if you that add or subtract kinda, from this... Kind of in trouble a little bit, aren't we? Yeah. 100%, yeah. 100%. The, right. the entire so, Bible beginning to end. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, so points uh, to him. That's yeah. The, that's the main yeah. main... Yeah, uh, goal is mm-hmm. pointing so, it to him. So we're trying to make this argument in favor of a pre-tribulation rapture. I feel like we're coming up short so far. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that's and old. and again, just just think about it, audience. Just you know what we're presenting here, and we're and we have a ways to go here. Um, we do. That was number two. We've got yeah. six all all the way. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. We'll let's to go continue. to another break, and we'll. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll try to wrap this up here as far as we can get. Anyway, as far as we can get. Yeah, <laughs> in this show. Yes, Brandon Lake. If I can get the mouse to work, come on. <laughs> Modern technology. Yeah. 1-800-721-9313. Again, that phone number for that prayer request, 800-721-9313. Okay, so um, <clears throat> if Matthew chapter 24 is about Christians, then it must be a post-tribulation rapture. We've talked about that the last mm-hmm. couple of shows. Uh, so, so we are looking at pre-trib objections to Matthew chapter 24, and we are now on number three. Mm-hmm. And number three is Jesus was describing only the resurrection, not the rapture in Matthew twenty four thirty one. He only mentions heaven, not earth. Okay, which is, which is true. So uh, verse 31 of Matthew 24, Jesus says, And he, Jesus, will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they will gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. Mm. So we, we have made the point that the four winds is an old sailing term, like the right. four corners of the earth. But someone could come back and say, well, you know, we've heard the term, the winds of heaven. I think there's mm-hmm. even a song, right? So maybe it's talking about that. And the point is, when Jesus comes back, he's bringing all the souls of the righteous dead with him. Mm-hmm. So so they're coming from heaven. So it's, it's really just the, the resurrection he's describing. It's, mm-hmm. There's nothing about the rapture here. But here's the cool thing. We all know that, that you know, uh, Matthew's not the only one to record Jesus' teachings. Mm-hmm. This is the concept of the synoptic gospel. So... So Mark actually has his own version of the Olivet Discourse that's going to help us with this. Bill? Yeah, it says in uh, Mark chapter 13, verse 27, and then he will send his angels and gather together his elect from the four winds, from the farthest part of earth Mm -hmm. to the farthest part of heaven. Right, so see that? So, So Jesus is gathering his elect. It says the four winds again, and it says the farthest part of heaven again. But Mark gives us this added detail that Jesus said, from the farthest part of earth, that's everyone right. who's alive and remaining on the earth yes, when he comes right. back to the farthest part of heaven, he's bringing back the souls of the righteous dead with him. So, mm. so here, just like we would expect, because First Thessalonians chapter 4, a quintessential Johnson rapture, Award, yeah. rapture passage, <laughs> even clearly says that the resurrection happens first and then the rapture, they happen 
in conjunction, but they happen right. in, in essence at the same time. Right. And and Mark in confirms an for eye. us right. that, yeah, Jesus, his event, whatever it is, mm-hmm. post-tribulation, mm-hmm. Um, it is describing the elect being gathered mm-hmm. from heaven, true, and also earth. And then the version, and then um, Luke's version of the mm-hmm. Olivet Discourse, which is kind of the, the very different from Mark and Matthew, uh, he, I think, even yeah. makes it even more clear. What, what, is, yeah. what does Luke tell us that so, Jesus said in all the So discourse? in Luke 21, we're looking at uh, verses 27 and 28, he says, Then they will see the Son of Man coming in the cloud with power and great glory. Now, when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. So come on, he's not talking yeah. to souls in heaven. No. Why would right. the souls in heaven look up because their redemption yeah. right there in heaven? Yeah. Exactly. So so he, who's he talking to here? He's specifically referring mm-hmm. to those of us who will are alive and remain. That's that's from mm-hmm. our quintessential rapture passage. Yeah. You know, First Thessalonians chapter four, verse sixteen and seventeen. Then those of us who are alive and remain shall be gathered together with them in the air, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's what we had, you know, we do that sometimes, right? We need to cross-reference other scripture. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty standard oh, yeah. approach yeah, to, yeah. to studying the word. And and so we clearly see this third objection in Matthew 24, that Jesus is only talking about the resurrection. He's not talking about the rapture. Uh, you cross-reference with Mark and Luke, and clearly Jesus is talking about the rapture. Mm-hmm. The resurrection and the rapture, they're part of the same event. So... So, uh, so yeah, um, hope we're doing okay. We mm-hmm. love you, listening audience. Yes. We appreciate Amen. you uh, staying with us. And like Pastor Jay said when he was with us earlier in the show, mm-hmm. uh, it just this is this is our mandate as as people who study and teach the Word of God. Yeah. To others, we have to just teach the truth, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and it's a good truth. Listen, yeah. what, what's what is what is the story here that we're talking about? Jesus is coming back. Yes. Whatever we have to go through between now and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's an honor and it's a privilege for for God to it choose is. us, that, and that's in His Word as well. It mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. We're going to be re- refined in a perfect, spotless bride by the time He gets back. Mm-hmm. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. and it will be soon. Yes. One eight hundred seven two one nine three one three for that prayer request. Eight hundred seven two one nine three one three. I want to thank you guys again for joining me this morning, Pastor Ryan, John, and Terry, and. Uh, we'll see you in two weeks. Yeah. In two Thanks weeks, for yeah. we'll be back yeah. in two weeks from this Friday. We'll we'll uh, pick up with with uh, number four in our list here. Yeah. So, yeah. And yeah, thank you, Bill. Love you guys. And as we always say, uh, you know, we, we really want to thank uh, Farron and Debbie, Miss mm-hmm. Debbie for allowing us to do this show every other Friday. We thank you listening audience for tuning in. Um, if you like this show and all the other amazing, great content on this uh, radio network, Please support your Celebration Radio Network. And Bill, how can they do that? Well, they can go to sharethelightnow.org and give online, or they can mail in their contribution to P.O. Box 747, Lake Havasu City, Arizona, 86405. You can also give us a call here at the station at 800-721-9313. We'd love to talk to you on the phone and get that contribution or prayer request or song request even from you. So thank you again, guys. We love you. And uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. See you then. God bless. Again, that number for prayer, 800-721-9313. On your Celebration Radio Network, we're at 25 and a half minutes after the hour. Again, thank you so much for allowing us to be part of your Friday morning. So look forward to seeing you. Well, with Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That, I guess, is a uh, figure of speech, but you know what I mean. My number again for that prayer request, 800-721-9313, 1-800-721-9313. And uh, we are here even if we're not on the air. So you can always call in that prayer request. We do love to pray for you and with you. And uh, I know that uh, Alan and Kelly and Debbie and Sarah and even Farron have answered calls to pray with people and and uh, myself is included. So we sure count it a privilege. And we can only do that because of your support. Your not only financial support, but your prayer support as well. We so look forward to hearing from you. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this new morning you've given us and the privilege that we have to begin it with you each and every day. And as today continues to unfold, give us your wisdom to handle every situation we encounter. Oh, Lord, let your spirit just guide us today in all that we do. And help each and every listener, Lord, just feel your presence in whatever they're going through today. Help us to live with a mindset on things above, to be heavenly and kingdomly minded, so that your light shines through our lives into this dark world, and that the precious name of Jesus will be glorified. And Lord, we also lift up Pastor McBride to you today in that Las Vegas hospital. We just pray for him and complete healing, and so many others that need your touch today. Whatever they're going through, you know intimately, and we just give it into your hands in Jesus' name, amen. Ryan Ellis coming up next. Focus on the family will follow. We'll see you tomorrow for Recovery Radio. Then if not, then, well, on Monday. Have a very safe and blessed day. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.